Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to Real Housewives of Rewatch. I'm Sue Funk, and I'm here with... Danielle from Brands by Bravo. And what up, Sue? <laughs> you know, not too much. I'm excited to get into this. This was like... I think we've figured out the recipe of Real Housewives, and it's when they're all together in groups interacting, and then they break apart into, like, two zones, like, one-on-ones, and then they go back to the group. Like, I think that's what the perfect mix is, and this episode has a lot of that, and it's called Follow Pecking Orders, and it's season four, episode five of Roni. Yeah, we are are cruising right along to episode five, and... I know we were a little mad about the first few, but I like this one, too. I think we liked episode four, too. Episode four was like, and yeah. I can't even believe, part of me wonders, was it Jill who was missing? And I know we were like, right? we weren't really missing Jill, but now that she's back, I'm kind of like, maybe I was missing her energy. I miss that hypocritical <laughs> energy of Jill. Um, because she is back, and she immediately tells us, that she went to Australia and she and Bobby like really rested, rejuvenated, and she's decided to stay away from gossip and drama. So she immediately hangs out with Kelly, Lou, and Sonia. <laughs> yeah, obviously a complete lie. And I know that we were speculating, like, why did she go to Australia? And it literally just seems like she went for a trip. Yeah. So very interesting. I'm very jealous. I have not been to Australia and... I don't know if I, I mean, I want to so bad, but that flight really freaks me out. I would need like a month in Australia because there's a bunch of places that I want to see because I'm a huge fan of, um, oh, what was that? I just totally, the show lost my brain. <laughs> um Oh, you know, the Airbnb show. I knew you were going to say the Airbnb show. I knew you were going to say it. I don't remember what it was called either. But Where yeah, they, they were went like, to like Adelaide and. Oh, I've got to look it up. Places. It's going to kill me. I can't. Instant Hotel. 
Instant Hotel. Yes, we both did watch this very random show. Instant Hotel is so good. And because of it, I'm obsessed with visiting Bondi Beach. And I want to (laughs) go to the Coca-Cola house. Like, my whole family watched Instant Hotel. And we, like, all decided that that would be the best trip ever. (laughs) It was a very cool house at Coca-Cola house. That's, That's for sure. But, yeah, I mean, oh, God, I mean, I'm very jealous. I think hopefully one day I'll do it. Like, I don't let my flight anxiety ever stop me from doing things, so. I really don't have flight anxiety. I I have, like, security anxiety, and it's more so just, like, the movement of, like, getting through quickly because I always feel like – and I've gotten much better now that I travel so often, but I get, like, so anxious about, like – packing and unpacking things because I usually pack things so meticulously that like you're really taking apart Jenga (laughs) (laughs) for me I get anxious like the day of the trip I'm like losing my mind like so jittery and then once I'm through security I'm fine but now we have global entry which includes TSA pre-check so that's really helped and then it's really just it's the takeoff. Once I'm once the plane's going, I'm fine. I'm not like an anxious mm-hmm. ball for the entire time. And also, like I said, I don't let it win, and I just take some Nyquil and some other drugs to hopefully pass out. But, I'm a big believer in like as long as you believe in flying, it's almost like Tinkerbell. Like as long as you believe, it's real. Yeah. <laughs> like it's once really I start just going questioning over ocean it, stuff, too, we're just gonna it's, fall. It's the ocean crossing that I don't mm. love. Because I always think, like, where am I landing? <laughs> On the, the other side. Ocean. I know, I know. But anyway, so Jill is back. She joins Luann, Kelly, and Sonia for lunch. And Lou wastes no time telling her the story of Cindy's birthday, where we left off last episode. And Ramona freaking out, storming out, telling Jill all about it. Yep. Because Lou would never miss a moment, just like Ramona. Um, and then she said the Kelly jumps in and says that Ramona te- drunk texted her and threatened her in this text. And Kelly's always heightening. It, it, do you ever notice like the story starts and it's like, oh, it was like she was so drunk. She was texting. She was all over the place. And now she's threatening. Like it's He's just not a reliable narrator. Not at all. And so Jill just is like eating all of this up. And she says that. um Sonia wants to get them together, and they she knows she's going to see Ramona. So Jill and Kelly role play <laughs> what it would be like, or no? Sonia plays Ramona. No, Sonia plays yes. Ramona. Jill's like, Sonya we need does... to role play. Sonia plays Ramona. Amazing. Give her an Emmy. <laughs> it was unbelievable. Her Ramona impression. I should probably go back if I remember to post it when we when this episode comes out because she just the way she spins things is the way Ramona spins things and the calmness and craziness combined is perfect and not to super foreshadow but some of the things that Sony says she's gonna say to Kelly she doesn't end up saying to Kelly in this episode but she does say similar things to Cindy later in a one-on-one sit down with Cindy it's pretty amazing she just nails her so much it's a lot of like you make no sense. I, I I can't understand you. And um, she brings up Ramona Pino Grigio immediately, which is also great with her role playing. And she calls yeah. Kelly darling a lot. Well, darling. She does a lot of those. That It's perfect. Um, and it actually seems to help. I feel like 
Kelly seems prepared, whereas Lou is no help. She's like, Kelly, this is going to be horrible. (laughs) (laughs) I feel... How do you feel Kelly's been so far this season? Much more stable. A little more stable. Yeah, I was just going to say that. She's still Kelly, but she seems back to season two Kelly, not season three Kelly. I mean, I do think that Bethany aggravates her, and I think that there is no Bethany type right now. And, like, the closest would be a Jill, and Jill's very much on Kelly's side right now, for Mm -hmm. sure. Yeah. Then we get, I don't even want to, like, talk about this scene, because they spent, I'm like, I can't even believe this was put in here. This is the best you got. It was was so awkward. It was a five-minute scene of Alice and her kids playing the piano, basically. Well, no, no, no. She's talking about how she loves the element of surprise, and there's some Juilliard student playing a piano that she just got for her child who is like six and of course the kid is nonplussed about a piano that kid wanted some game that shot people so my mom is uh was a piano and flute teacher and she very much was of the she would do private lessons after school and when you start kids that young there's nothing wrong with starting kids that young but she would just give them fun music to play yeah like row your boat and uh, like like she would be like you know even up to seven or eight like what song do you like on the radio let's learn to play that like that sort of stuff because mm-hmm. that's how you're gonna engage them like i can be a six-year-old who wants to learn scales and this and that it's like they have to learn the love of it starting early and clearly this was like not the move because he had no interest then he was like sitting on her lap the whole thing was just weird um fun fact i played both flute and piano so did I. Well, I mean, obviously, you it was in your genes. True, true, <laughs> but it was, oh my God, pulling teeth. I was. It was not my passion, and my mom and I used to fight all the time about it. Oh, really? But I, I played the flute till, like, senior year of high school, yeah. See, I was a big, um, I liked it. I just outgrew it, I think. I was just like, you know what? I like smoking cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> I had a problem, <clears throat> and still do, with um things that you do that need to be perfect that I think isn't good enough and just good enough uh, so in a set like I just th- sure I thought playing the flute was fun but I didn't want to play it perfectly and obviously music needs to be played to a certain perfect level I had this issue I used to hoard in my horse girl days it was the same sort of thing very rigid and that does not vibe well with me um I just want to ride horses for fun like it, the competition and all that stuff was like too much so so I did better like basketball and like not not such perfectionist sport things but yeah I I I love the flute I still pick it up sometimes and play some scales make sure I can remember how to do that hopefully you also are not hearing my husband having a coffee attack behind me (laughs) no and I'm trying to get my dog to stop sniffing at me she's doing I don't know if your dog Remy's really not demanding I feel like Turner just very much goes like very like loud snorts at me when she wants my attention and apparently I've not given her enough attention the walk that we went on and the treats and the play time was just not enough for this <laughs> and also my voice and my throat <clears throat> yeah we've got some pregnancy uh, uh joy um, going it on. is I think a <laughs> symptom of all of my pregnancy heartburn that I've been having and I have a sore throat and I'm having issues also so I'm gonna keep trying to meet myself if I make any weird Noises and or hopefully soon can just edit most of them out. Oh. <laughs> I feel like we should have said this at the beginning, but yeah. it's fine. 
we're, a little we're all over the place. Today. Yeah, <laughs> we're you know what we're as awkward as that townhouse scene. Uh, do you have any yeah. comments on it? I have none. It just made me uncomfortable, and I just couldn't believe they put that in there. Francoise looks very out of it, and like it, it's just it was disturbing, and I was surprised. Also, I was like, why are why is this here? Um, so then we go to Son- Sonia and Kelly going to see Ramona, and they have lunch at Geisha. Which I feel like they've gone to Geisha before, haven't they? I think so. It looked very familiar to me, the inside at first. I feel like I've talked about it before. Um, But they both come in happy and they tell us that they've, you know, they're they're looking forward to this, or at least trying to. And Kelly's job is to make friends. She doesn't want acquaintances. Which I was just like, she's like, I have thousands of acquaintances. I don't want to make friends. I just want, or I want to make friends. I don't want another acquaintance. And so then Ramona comes in. Yeah, Ramona was very much giving. I will make up with Kelly because it is my job to hang out with Kelly. And I know I need to apologize to move the storyline forward. And that's what makes her a great housewife. Because she understands that. Versus like Beverly Hills, where they fight forever and ever and ever on the same thing. And we get bored of it. Ramona has enough sense with all to be like, the audience is going to be bored of Kelly and I still fighting. So we might as well like make up and like, I didn't, I took it as semi-genuine, but to me it was, I didn't have a feeling that it would last forever. No, I uh, definitely feel like it was totally just for the show. But the funny thing is, is that Sonia actually does negotiate the peace between them, basically. And she's immediately, like, as soon as the scene's ending, she's just like, I don't know why Cindy tried to stop me. I knew I could do this. Which I was like, this is perfect. It really does prove Sonya right. Yeah, no, Sonya did a really good job. One thing I did think that was like, are you kidding me? It was like, Kelly brought up Scary Island again. (sighs) Yeah. And I just was like, no, Kelly, this is where we got, I can't stand, and I feel we've discussed this before, where you bring up stuff from previous seasons and set like that we put to rest at the reunion, we moved on and then here we are again talking about it. So that was really annoying, but Ramona apologized again for it. And that's that to me was like where it was for the sake of the show and, and all of that. I also thought it was very funny that Ramona and um, Ke- Kelly dressed like each other like Kelly put on a blazer, which is very uptown, and Ramona wore a short leather skirt to be downtown. It was yeah. I don't very know funny. if Ramona was giving the look she wanted to give, but <laughs> she tried. She really there was an attempt. Really, yeah. Um. So then you kind of can end that scene and get a vibe that like Sony's got probs with Cindy because oh, of yeah. when she says that Cindy tried to block them. So the next scene is Sonia having Cindy come over for tea. And this whole, like, version of Sonia is so interesting to me because I don't remember her ever being like this. Yeah, it is very Luann vibes. It is very, darling, let me tell you about society and let me tell you how things work. Um, I mean, first she gets mad at Cindy because one of her, I don't know if this person is on her staff, if they're an intern, I don't know their role, but they're telling uh, Cindy and Sonia how they are at, was he also at Juilliard or NYU? I'm not sure, but he was going, he was in New York to go to school to learn how to dance. 
Yeah, and then Cindy's like, oh, let's see some dance moves. And the two of them do like a cute little thing. And Sonia's like, I don't come to your house and dance with your staff. And I was like, no, really? Your house man is what she said, which I was like, wow. It was just an odd, I'm like, you are not this uppity person. What? Where is this vibe coming from? Like, I wonder when we get to the reunion, are we going to find out more of why everyone hates Cindy? Yeah. Because I know they're not vibing with her, but I'm getting vibes of like, we don't like her and we're pissed she's on the show and we want her off. And it feels like there's something underneath that that we're not really hitting why they're all mm. acting this way towards her. I mean, I think we we were talking about it on another podcast about how it's kind of like she's there for her business. She's so not really there to make aware friends. Of that, but they're all there for their business, though. But she's not there to play along. Like, yeah. she thinks that she's a Bethany, and she's not. She's like, you know, she even says, like, what is this? Is this man an intern? Is he is he not paid? And that's it. Like, there, I feel like I was like, I want one more, like, silly thing. Like, is, is he living in her basement when we don't see him? Like, you know, something <laughs> silly and something, you know, like, just another level of ridiculousness that I just don't think that Cindy has, like, a playful side. <laughs> yeah. So the reason Sonya wanted her to come over is because she wanted to discuss her involvement in trying to broker, you know, the friendship between Kelly and Ramona and that Cindy thought it wasn't a good idea. And Sonya basically wanted to be like, it was a good idea because now they're best friends. And she also brings up a lot of things in defense of Ramona. Um, we did find out one little tidbit that, not that it makes me on Ramona's side, but it makes it a little more clear. That Cindy literally did text Ramona before her horse party and was like, what do you want to drink, basically? And Ramona told her. Yes. Which would imply that Ramona would think that that would be there. Which is a little weird to ask someone what they want to drink and then not have it at your party, I feel like. I agree. I agree. And I mean, Sonia also says... um, that she didn't tell them they they also it sounds like just didn't get the details of this horse party and they were like is it a kid thing is it not and that was something that was like very frustrating for them I think mm-hmm. yeah because I think if it is a kid thing they definitely want to bring their children even if they're older because that's the thing but they also don't want to do a lot of kid things I think they were trying actively to move away from that and yeah. so um. She says, you didn't really tell us about that. So what we learned is we can't trust you. (laughs) None of us wanted to go to COG. (laughs) No. The other thing Sonya says is that nobody would have been at her party or know who you were if it wasn't for Ramona. Yes. This is where the whole title of the episode, that there is a pecking order. Yes. It's basically what Sonya's saying. And that was very interesting. I don't know if, like, Ramona planted the seed to her to pass along. I'm sure she did. It just feels very un-Ramona, but Cindy in her, like, interview was like, she's such a bitch. But I can't believe when you talk about her engaging, they should have fought right there. Yeah. To have no reaction to someone saying that to you. She's just gobsmacked, and she just kind of sits there sipping her tea. And she also tells us, Cindy tells us, I don't need Sonia to teach me how to behave. She is last place for etiquette. And I'm just like, again, give me an example. Like, give me something. Like, Sonia is, but, like, what have you seen that she's been that way? 
Like, you saw her at Ramona's thing. Maybe you could say something about that. Like, she's not playing the housewife game of, like, let me give you examples. Let me show you from this season what has gone on. She's just, like, she's last place. And it's like, okay, you don't have a real leg to stand on now. <laughs> like, you're not giving yeah. me anything. Yeah, it, it doesn't make sense. Um, and it just kind of, like, ends. And you're just kind of, like, you really just, like, sat there and let her kind of get at you? Like, that's, all right, I guess you don't want to engage again, which could be the reason that maybe they're they're getting annoyed with her. Yeah, and so then we go to the True Faith Jewelry event. So is True Faith a pyramid scheme is what I want to know because the way that Ramona is describing it sounds very much like a pyramid scheme. He was trying to make it an MLM. If you don't know what an MLM is, multi-level marketing. And I love that she makes it sound as if she has invented MLM. (laughs) And she's like, women can make money from home. And I was absolutely flabbergasted. I was not expecting this to happen. And I was just blown away because I love MLMs in a way of like, I love how insane they are. Mm-hmm. LuLaRoe documentary, watched all of it. Like Lula Rich on talk. Prime. Rich, so sorry, good. No, Lula it's a LuLaRoe. No, I mean, I yeah. saw that, the, the trailer for that documentary alone I was like, this is going to be the best documentary ever. You guys have to watch it. Like, it was so so good. good. I listened to a whole podcast series uh, doing a deep dive into MLMs. Do you know that uh, Avon was started by a man? And that just makes me so angry. I did know that, actually. I think I've... I've... Yes, he was selling, I don't know, door-to-door in like 1910 or 20, you know, long, long ago. I don't know the exact year. Mm -hmm. But he was selling door-to-door like vacuums or dictionaries and something. And it was always women at home and they didn't want to let a man inside. So then he decided to, and he was giving out free, free like perfume samples. Mm-hmm. But then he realized if he hired women to do it, the women would be allowed into the other women's house because they didn't want to let a man. And then that's how like the first one kind of started. And then obviously one of the biggest ones really was the Tupperware parties was yeah. kind of like the first real one. Um, and Lou comes to this party, and my favorite thing is Lou says she didn't realize it was a Mary Kay party. I know. And then she goes on. This is the thing. Lou gets so bent out of shape but by the things that Ramona says to her. But Lou dishes just as much as she takes. Oh, absolutely. Ramona um, pours her wine, and Lou immediately is just, like, pressing her about all the details about the wine. And... Uh, Ramona's like, well, the the grapes are from Venice, Veneto Alley, and like Valley or something, and like it's the best Pinot. And Lou's just like, she can't even say the town right. It sounds like a town in Long Island. And I was like, oh, excuse me, Hamptons. Yeah, uh, excuse me, <laughs> Veneto Valley. I don't know if that really sounds like a town on Long Island, but the name was Veneto in Italy. But also, like, don't, honestly, Lou, Ramona, like, you should not have a conversation about Europe and wine with Luann. Like, well, because she will school your ass, so you should not talk about it with her. She's got dick knowledge, as we've heard from other wives. If your significant other does something, all of a sudden you know it. Because her, her paramour, Jacques, is um, into wine. And Ramona goes, oh, that's right. Jacques's a major wino. <laughs> and Lou's like, but I'm sure wine distributor. Jacques, you know Lou... I'm sure. 
this is a thing I would assume she would know about. Um, I was also going to say back to it being like an MLM and a Mary Kay party. Like, I don't know if there's a woman out there who hasn't been invited to one of those parties from one of their friends. I feel like it's a rite of passage and maybe it's changing. Maybe it's not happening with the younger kids, but I feel like by the no, time anything, it's worse. Social media has completely <sighs> amplified it. And what always makes me sad is I feel like the people who are in it, they go from one to another thinking, Oh, it'll be different this time with this mm-hmm. company. And it's really hard to like get out of the cycle, but social media, I'm glad I'm pretty sure TikTok banned. Um, like you're not allowed to sell any MLM stuff on there. Hopefully they're doing a good job I mean, of that. But it's hard to, that's a hard thing to police. I know. <laughs> and I don't always trust TikTok's to, policing. When like Facebook live videos were big. Oh yeah. Like five or six years ago, there used to be this one. And I used to somehow always see these videos and it was for like, like oyster pearls and literally it was like women shucking oysters and then you could like buy the pearl like the pearl and it was just the weirdest thing and uh, i'm just fascinated by the entire industry and how predatory it is and predatory to women and they Mm -hmm. stay at home moms and especially i think utah is like the capital of mlms um especially within like the christian community it's there's a lot of like christian faith-based ones well isn't Um, whitney rose trying to like get one off the ground wasn't that like no her husband worked i'm pretty sure for an mlm and then you know actually candy coated nights um i believe you can be a rep for candy's uh company um my dog just caught a fly and i'm very proud of her (laughs) um sorry i'm so distracted tonight but i i'm so sad that candy coated nights is one because i really don't want to think of her like that yeah. So then while they're at this event, Luann brings up how Ramona acted at Cindy's party and her aggressiveness towards the brother and everything. So Ramona says that Lou told her to go up to them and have this conversation. And they do a flashback. And Lou, I could see how Ramona, like it's, she didn't tell her to go up to them. She also didn't tell them not to go up to them. And I could see how Ramona would be like confused by the advice or maybe just listen to one part of it yeah I mean I I do think that Lou inadvertently gave her the green light to do it I think Lou should have said don't do it at the party but she said like you should go talk to him so I she's a little at fault (laughs) yeah but I mean you're still a grown adult and you should be able to like read the room to know if it's like something you should do or not and then she also brings up that Cindy did text her about having the Pinot Grigio and she didn't have it and how like weird she thought it was that that she didn't have it. And um, then Cindy, after tea, goes to Kelly in Central Park. Yes, with Jill, yes. But it sounds like Cindy didn't know Jill was going to be there because she's like, Oh, we were supposed to go... Oh, post the lunch. She was going to go for tea with Kelly. But Kelly's like, oh, let's walk in Central Park. And then she's like, oh, is that Jill? And then it's like Ginger comes up without a leash on, which I was like... pet peeve. Not happy about that. Well, not even that. I was like, you're going to get your dog stolen. Stolen, killed, attacked. Like, I I can't stand people. I just feel like that's so (laughs) risky in New York to let your dog off the leash in Central Park. Especially when yeah. it's like one of those designer little boutique dogs. Um, so, 
they run into Jill and Cindy keeps trying to tell her the story and Jill just keeps talking over Cindy. <laughs> well, it's a pretty boring story, so I can see why. Again, Cindy, not a great storyteller. Um, so uh, as soon as Cin- uh, Jill hears that Cindy is dissing Ramona, though, Jill perks up and she's like, I can't wait to talk shit about Ramona. Jill um, and Ramona are such frenemies. They, they really kind of remind are. me of like a New York, like how LVP and Kyle were. Yes, very much so. Like, I love yeah. you, but I'm going to make fun of her. <laughs> uh-huh. um, then we get a Sonia ASPCA shoot um, where she's throwing out the first pitch for the FDNY and she's flirting with every single member of the FDNY. They're all very hot, so. They are. But she looks like Sailor Moon. She's wearing pigtails. This outfit is... It's, it's a lot. It's, it's a very Sailor Moon kind of outfit. Um, very short. And I know we've talked a little bit about, like, age-appropriate clothing is kind of bullshit. But have we talked about how people have, like, real strong feelings about women wearing pigtails after a certain age? No. So, like, I remember my friend being, like, when we were in our 20s, she was like, well, this is our last year's wearing pigtails, because if you're over 30 and you wear pigtails, you're an idiot. Like, that looks so sad. And I was like, I still, I love braid pigtails in the summer. It's, like, a great way. Braid pigtails, yes. Could I see myself, like, parting my hair and just putting them in low... Pigtails like Marge, rocking the Marge. I, I love yeah, it. Yeah, but Marge has short, like, that's super short hair. I feel like you you can't braid it, so that is a good look when she used to do that with the short hair. Like, if you have long, I don't know. I think you can do whatever you want. Yeah, I'm pro-pigtail any age, but I was just wondering if you had ever heard that or had feelings about it. No, but. I still braid my hair all the time or have done, like, pigtail buns like two little space buns things and space buns are super fun yeah in the summer you gotta do you gotta do what you gotta do so yeah my hair is frizzing out of control this summer (laughs) um so then we get the toaster oven cooking class okay i have a question about this obviously you and i know about the toaster oven because we've been watching roni forever did this come up like earlier at any point like Sony's obsession with the toaster oven because it feels so random. I don't think she said anything. I don't think there were any businesses that she was trying her first season. So I think that this is like a new thing. Although she did mention the toaster oven thing last time she talked to Cindy. Yeah. Yes, it was brought up then. But I I was trying to think, I'm like, this feels like it came out of nowhere in a sense of like, we are like, yes, the toaster oven. But I'm like I'm trying to picture watching this for the first time and be like, why does she keep talking about a toaster oven? I think in her mind, this is great marketing. Somebody told her like New Yorkers don't like cooking in New York is so different. She's like, yeah, I cook in my toaster oven. And somebody taught, told her that was charming and she ran with it. Okay. Also, here's the other thing. I use my toaster oven literally all of the time. I have like a fancy Black & Decker one, like I love my toaster oven. You don't need a separate recipe cookbook for it. To me, <laughs> like, thinking about it logically, like, what would I need a toaster? Don't, don't like, things cook faster because it's, like... But you still put it on, like, the heat 400, and then you pay attention. Like, 
Yeah. I, I guess maybe for that amount, but like, it's literally just a small oven. Slash, mine has an air fryer to it. Like, that's, I don't know, I was just thinking about it. I was like, this, no wonder this didn't take off. Like, this is not. Well, maybe uh, if you cooked for Churchill and other royalty using it, that was amazing. Yeah. I what, cooked what, for Winston Churchill. Exactly. I cooked for the Churchills in Saint Tropez using my toaster. I I was dying. I like, yeah, like it's so it's literally just a smaller <laughs> portion of the same exact thing. I mean, and that was the other thing that was so funny is that like she makes fish for them, and the fish is so tiny. It's like a bite. Everyone gets yeah. two bites full of fish, and she's like, "I'm surprised," and I'm like, "I'm not." You cooked in a toaster oven. <laughs> like, yeah, she also, I think my toaster oven is the is better than the one that she has. Oh, that was the other thing that Lou tells us. Lou's like, she's bragging about this toaster oven, and like, it's not even working. <laughs> like, no. Oh, well, mine is a Cuisinart, actually. That's what it is. It's a fancy. It's it was a wedding gift. Dropping all the label names. Yeah, <laughs> I got the Cuisinart, but that's what I'm saying. Like, it wasn't. Turner. Yeah, it was just an interesting thinking about it from the first time. I'm like. Where, who gave her this idea? Where, where did this start? So then I like the way this episode ends. They do something that like, they kind of juxtaposition Jill and Alex having a meetup and Cindy and Ramona having a meetup. And they kind of go back and forth between the two. Yeah. Resolution. And it just, I like the way it was edited. I thought it was pretty, because I remember at one point it like left the Jill and Alex thing. And I was like, wait, that wasn't resolved. But then we like went back to it. I was like, oh. Oh, oh, I like this. I literally said, I was like, oh, that's so weird. We didn't get a res- resolution. And I was like, oh, we're back. <laughs> like, yeah. it was, I think it was good because we know that Cindy's not a great storyteller. So it made <laughs> things move faster, I think, by going between them. And also, we know Alex can be a little long winded. So I thought it was a very clever way to edit this. So, first, we start with Jill arriving to Alex's with a bed, bath, and beyond bag. R.I.P. I know. And uh R.I.P. BBB. <laughs> did you ever go to the one in Chelsea? I asked that no, one specifically. No, just the one on 59th. I think I went to like Oh, one that time. one's good, but there was one on like 16th Street and they used to have a cafeteria in it that had the best burritos. <laughs> like everyone would yeah. always be like, "Where do you go for a burrito in New York?" And I'd be like, "The Bed Bath and Beyond on 16th and 6th. It's great." <laughs> like, <laughs> Maybe it was 18th. No. It was right by that, like, old Navy over there. Anyway, no, I digress. I go to BBB for, um, what's it called, for the suburbs. I'd wait till I, like, went back to my parents' house to That's go there. That's true. Usually, you, it's harder to haul all that stuff on a subway. <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. That's why it was like, a, you can't go in the city. That that wasn't going to happen. Where are kids going to, like, shop for their college dorm stuff now? Online. Everything's online. I guess, but that was, like... That was so, so fun. <laughs> yeah. And like, it's, but you know why it was actually super useful? Because like, I went to school in Florida. So you could do this thing where you order it and then you pick it up at the Bed Bath Beyond in Florida. Like I ordered it in Huntington, flew to Tampa, and then went to the Bed Bath Beyond in Tampa and was able to get the stuff there. Oh, that's pretty cool. I mean, obviously, I guess you could just like get a ship to your dorm. But like, I don't know. Like, It's nice to see it. Yeah, especially when I mean, that's how I discovered flannel up, sheets. Like, Remember, like, that was, like, a big thing, flannel sheets. Now we all know that they're fucking ovens. But they used to feel great. Yeah, well, like, even um, we just bought a new comforter a few months ago, and we went in store. Because, like, I want to feel the material 
of something like that. Like I don't Same like with buying pillows. that online. I want to I yes. feel a pillow. There's certain, because I don't want to have to like continually buy and return if I don't. Like we ordered one from Amazon and I was like, this is shit. We have to go to store, like a store. And that's when we went to Target. My friend talked me into getting a pregnancy pillow because my back was hurting. So I got that giant pregnancy pillow. You did. I never even got that. I know. None of my pregnant friends have one. And I'm like, I can tell you, I don't know how you have a mate with this pillow. Like, I don't know how anyone else is in your bed. (laughs) So, and I'm very glad this, I actually had posted on my Instagram account because I was asking, do I get the smaller one or the bigger one? And the best advice they were like, if you get up to pee a lot, don't get the big one because it's really hard to get in and out of it. It really does trap you. (laughs) And I pee like seven times a night. So I would be losing my mind trying to like maneuver around that because it's already annoying with just the smaller one. So Alex, Alex is saying she was fearful that Jill was going to do to her, like she started to do to her what she did to Bethany. And I'm like, oh, my God, Alex, you've got to move on. Same sort of thing. Like I rolled my eyes when she said that. Well, and that was the thing when she was just like, I don't even want to bring her up, but I bring her up. And I'm like, you shouldn't have because, Alex, you lost the upper hand by mentioning Bethany because you derailed Jill from paying attention to you and your issues. Because yeah. and again, it's like we had the reunion. We that is the point of the reunion. We hash it out. And you gotta put that behind you. Jill just is like, I just wish people would have forced us to be friends. I'm so mad at everybody, and I'm like, girl, look inside. Look inside you. Um. So, but in the end, they resolve Alex and Jill. They seem to be in a better place, and hopefully, they come from a place of understanding. And get along for I did like a little while. I appreciated that Jill was like, I was angry at everybody. I was angry at yes. Bobby for being sick, Bethany not being friends, and Alex, you were thinking all these mean things about me, and I like you were upset about all this stuff. You were never telling me. You could never get it out. And I just didn't know what was going on, and I knew that there was something wrong and I couldn't fix it. Which also I was like, Jill, you also never let her talk. So that's yeah a big part of it um no she does a good job explaining probably more articulately than she has in the past of what her how, where she was a year ago and what she's hoping to be now and they end in a good place now the other they, two, um, they write down they, the things that they feel about each oh, other I forgot about that. Yes. and then they go in the backyard and burn them and it's actually pretty funny because they have trouble burning it at first. And it's just like, oh, what a metaphor for these two, like, their whole relationship. Yeah, basically. So the Cindy and Ramona lunch. Cindy apologize. I mean, Ramona apologizes, and Cindy wants to move past it. But then um, Cindy orders a martini, and Ramona goes in on her. She's like, a martini, it's not even noon. And I'm like... But, I mean, you have a glass of wine. Let's yeah. I was just like, you you realize that wine and a martini aren't that far off. Like... You're drinking, you're drinking. Like. Yeah. <laughs> um, and Cindy is about to, to explain to Ramona the little things that are bothering her. And... Ramona just is, like you said, she's playing the Sonia card that Sonia was acting out. She was just like, well, darling, I don't understand you. I don't. And like Cindy's just like, you're looking at me like I have four heads. I'm trying to explain this to you. <laughs> it it was so uncomfortable. I thought Ramona was very aggressive. She also says a few very snide 
remarks to Cindy about, well, I didn't know what type of party it was, and I have been married for 18 years, and you'll understand when you're married for 18 years, oh, I yeah. want to spend time with my husband and my child. And I'm like, stop talking about her. She wasn't a child at the point. She was 17. Probably weren't even going to see her that weekend. Like, it, I, this moment made me be on Cindy's side because Ramon yeah. was just being really mean, and I didn't understand why. Cindy is, like, gobsmacked. She's just completely, like... I can't believe this woman is pulling the, like, you'll understand when you are married for 18 years. Like, fuck all the way off is basically what Cindy feels. And um, Ramona, like, she doesn't know how to re- really recover from that. That Cindy doesn't know either. how to recover from Ramona. Really rude. That's what I'm talking about. Like, Ramona was super rude to her. Sonia was super rude. And I'm just like, what? What are we missing? Why do they hate her? <laughs> but um, Ramona basically is like, well, I'm going to go soon. And Cindy's like, okay, go. Like, I don't even know what to do. And she, Cindy just starts getting on her phone. And I was, I wrote in my notes, I was like, she's probably on the phone texting a producer being like. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Like, what the fuck? Like, where did all of this go wrong? Because she's unable to connect with any of these women. Yeah, it's it, it's very strange. The, the attitudes, I'm just... I'm saying I can't wait to get to the reunion because I feel like we're going to find out something that went on behind the scenes that we don't know about. Just another reason of, like, why are they being so mean to her? Because, <laughs> again, I don't like Cindy, but... This was like extra mean. Like I, was, I was not a fan of how Ramona it was demeaning. Was it was not yeah. just mean; it was demeaning. It really was putting her down for no reason whatsoever. Because it wasn't like Cindy was going after her or being like, "I don't understand what your problem was." 
Cindy was basically trying to move past it and be like, let's just like, hey, there's a lot of little things that's added up and Ramona just won't hear it. And it's interesting, your idea of like, maybe there was something against her because she's just shutting her down. She's not trying to play along nicely like she was with um, Kelly. And I think yeah. that this is, we're seeing alliances form. Yep. Yes. It's Jill strange. is back and she's getting the alliances in order and she's going to take down Cindy, I guess. I don't know. I think that Jill very much is like, has always wanted it to be the originals. And like, she's okay with it's Kelly being possible. there. But I think that to Jill seems like somebody who is very much like, there's only so much pie to go around. Mm-hmm. You know, like the idea of success is like, there's actually more success for every enough success for everybody. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, so yeah, we'll see. Yeah. We'll see where we go from here. As we learn more, maybe learn nothing about Cindy, but maybe we'll find out more of where the root of these these problems are coming from. I just want to see Cindy in the mix more. Like, a lot of what we said today, Cindy was saying to the camera, she wasn't saying to the ladies. And I would yeah, like, really... like, not snap back at Ramona? I think, like, sh- she is not... It, she's showing herself not to be someone who's, like, quick on her feet, which is not who I think she actually is. I don't know if the camera's changing her or what. Maybe it's taking her longer to get used to it. Maybe this just wasn't her genre, but, like, I just, I'm like, come on, get in there, kiddo. Like, I feel like a parent on the sidelines. Like, you can do it, Cindy. Tell them that. (laughs) No, I agree. I, I feel the same. So we will see. And if more bitchy Sonia continues, I don't know. I don't like it. Yeah. I definitely blocked this Sony out of my memory. That's for sure. Yeah, same. So we will see. But thank you so much for listening to us for episode five of Real Housewives of New York. Um, Even though they'll have probably already returned, the ladies of Legacy are actually, they are out and filming now. So that will be, it's wild to be like watching the Kelly season while I know Kelly's involved in the Legacy stuff. I know. I'm just... I can't believe Kelly's going to be back again. Even like we said for this season, for season four, I was just like, I can't believe Kelly's back. Every time she comes back, I'm very surprised. But we shall see all that and more. Thanks so much for listening. (laughs) Till next time. Bye. Bye.